Welcome back to Personally Foul. I'm Brooks Carter. And I'm Justin Ennis. Welcome into the show. We have so much to get into today. Holy hell. That has We love college football, and the college football world has been turned upside down on its head, especially if everything that is being reported is about to go through. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, let's go ahead and set the show. As always, you can uh, listen along on... Uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever the hell you listen to podcasts, Justin. Yeah, except SoundCloud. Except for SoundCloud, because that's an origin. Yeah. That, that's well, it. isn't our first episode on SoundCloud somewhere? Our first three episodes are on SoundCloud. Okay. We, then we switched our, our hosting platform. Oh, right. That's what we did. Yeah. What, were, what did we use at first? We used SoundCloud. Oh. We just I literally just said that. Oops. Why would the first three episodes be on SoundCloud if, like, do, do, you, see, do you see the math there? Now, now I get it. Now it makes sense. Uh, before it didn't. Now I get it. Thanks now, for yeah, explaining. We, we switched to Anchor FM after that, right? Um, Which is great. Yeah, yeah. Because they they kind of do they kind of do some work for you with SoundCloud. You have to do everything, dude. I had to. So for my personal podcast, that guy's podcast, with the new update on my iPhone, I realized because I use Apple Podcasts, yeah. to listen to podcasts, and I have mine pulled up so I can keep an eye on the, it. The update to Apple is great, though. It, it's good, but it messed up the podcast notes, so you can't just do plain text in SoundCloud's episode description because then it just jumbles everything all together. You have to do like eight bullet points. You have stuff? to do HTML uh, paragraph oh. breaks and yeah. So you don't have to do that. that. You don't have to do anchor. That anchor. I, I went and took a look at ours at personally foul, and it doesn't do that. It does everything plain text, and then it HTML everything for like does it for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically like how a WordPress site is. Yeah, SoundCloud does not do that. So I had to figure out how to fucking rudimentary HTML code. Oh, nice. That's, f- a, that's I, a throwback. I, I had to go I know fix how, all I, my episodes. I know how to HTML code just because I took uh, I took two. Um, web page design classes in high school and then an additional oh, nice. in college. So that was an option in your high school? Yeah. So we had like um it was the first one was just like kind of part of like computer uh, what they called computer apps and we had yeah. like a like a part of the class that focused on like basic HTML coding. And then once you took that class, a like senior, like upperclassman level elective that you could take was a uh was web page design wow. which actually you get to work on the school's website so that was kind of cool that's kind of neat my school until i was a junior or senior in high school still had the big monitors that looked like old tube tvs wow dude my school was so behind i took they a, don't they don't have internet over in alabama <laughs> no nah, we ain't got nothing dude i swear to god some of the bathroom stalls didn't have doors until I graduated. Uh, the bathroom stalls at my high school football stadium and the men's restroom did, had no doors. No. Yeah. And it, you could always tell when a little boy was pooping because the dad was standing in front was of the standing stall. standing like a bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember It was those. more so for the boy's sake of embarrassment. 100%. But also, I don't need you creeps peeking at my kid taking a dump <laughs> in the public. But no, I yeah, swear true. to you. I took a dual enrollment history class in like 
junior year of high school, and we had to use laptops because we had to video chat with another school because their teacher just quit at the beginning of the semester. God. <laughs> so, but we had these computers that I swear to God had an ejectable like stylus pen for a touchscreen. Oh, gosh. I've never seen these computers before or since that class. I don't know who made them. I don't know where they bought them. It was the craziest shit. I don't know where they came from. I'm trying to think what was the... Uh what was the uh, the old computer company that I remember? Um, Gateway. Had, yes, Gateway had like the the cow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. Maybe that's what it was because that that went out of business quick. Oh yeah. Or maybe they merged with Dell. I remember like they. I, I, I bet they got bought by Dell, HP, somebody. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so Dell? you can find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, rate, uh, review, and subscribe. You'll get. Notified when new episodes come out, uh, you can uh, actually just notice this on Spotify where I listen to podcasts. You can actually set up notifications for the shows that you listen to, mm-hmm. um, so it pops up on your homepage when you uh, open the app. Um, so that's something you can do if you'd like to do that. Obviously, um, we kind of know how that works with iTunes. Yeah, it, it does it, the same kind of shit. Yeah, so Spotify is kind of getting up to date with that as they expand into a um, podcasting uh expand into the podcasting world even more um with with their uh streaming service but uh you can follow us on social media i'm at brooks a carter on twitter and instagram i'm just on instagram at jay and his music and you can email the show at personally foul at gmail dot uh, gmail.com so now that that's out of the way um dude we'll get into the college football thing in just one second but I did want to talk about uh, one of the more recent episodes we've done. We we talked about the Bucks run to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and then into making the NBA Finals, right? And how special it was in the city. I got to be a part of a lot of it, covering it um, for CBS yeah, you, Fifty Eight. You were down there a lot, sending some was, really cool pictures. I was basically down there as much as I could be down there. The only mm. the only I missed two games of the uh, NBA Finals. One was because I got in a fucking car wreck. That's why um, we haven't been... Well, that's why we didn't the record. Last two, the last two weeks, we haven't had a show. I mean, we weren't, we weren't planning to have one last week because I went out of town for yeah. my mother's 60th birthday. So, happy birthday, uh, Jean. We had a surprise party for her last week. It was great. Um, I wasn't planning to be here for that. But the previous week, I got fucking hit in the hit and run and, yeah. uh, in my work car. And, um, which they wound up, it actually wound up totaling the car because it was going to nice. be $10,000 in damage. Jesus. Uh, I drove the car back to the station though. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, did the airbags deploy? No. Really? No. Oh wow. I got hammered from behind in a hit and run. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it gave me like severe whiplash symptoms and I wound up having to go check myself into the ER. It was a whole big deal. I'm fine now. So don't worry about it. He's me. alive. Um, but, uh, so I missed I was out of work. That happened on a Friday night, so I was out of work that weekend, and then I was on vacation the next weekend. But those are the only two games I missed from the right. Eastern Conference and the and the in the NBA Finals. But man, I have been in Tuscaloosa when they've won national championships. I How many were you there for? Freshman and sophomore year. Right. Uh, I have been in person now to witness two championships won. Right. Uh, Alabama winning the national championship in 2018, but I was, I was, that was a neutral site. It was in Atlanta. Yeah. There was there was actually more Georgia fans than there were Alabama fans at that game, um, and I wasn't. I covered that more from a sports perspective. I was on the field 
with our sports director from the from Channel Three, the NBC affiliate in Chattanooga, and you know we were in the locker room getting post game sound. That was exhilarating. That was an experience I'll never forget. But likewise, we covered it from the fan perspective. Yeah, for Game Six when the Bucks just beat the Suns. We were. I was out in the Deer District. They expanded it out to uh, which, if you don't know, the Deer District is the outdoor plaza outside Pfizer Forum where the Bucks play, and um, it has gained probably international recognition now. For oh yeah, it's everywhere. People uh, are talking about it all over social media. All the sports talk people are talking about the Deer District. Everybody that was there. Yeah. For so game they six. expanded. Uh, it's been up to twenty five to thirty thousand, uh, and they've continued to expand it as the playoff run went on. For Game Six, as they had a chance to clinch at home, they pushed this thing out and expanded it over three blocks. Yeah, how, like, ma- how many people were down there? Five. Final? It was five screens that they had that you could watch the game on, uh, and they wound up initially. They said they expanded it to sixty five thousand. Um, Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Police Department, who was, and, and the other agencies, but MPD, who was the main agency policing mm-hmm. down there, um, they estimated that there was, if you combine the people in the arena, which seats about 18,000, 19,000, they estimate in and around the Deer District and the arena, there were over 100,000 people downtown the night the Bucks won the championship. Unbelievable. It was insane. It was yeah. insane to be a part of. Uh, there was confetti falling down there. There were people climbing up. A, the, I have video of a... Do you remember when Philly won the Super Bowl? Yeah. So one of the things they talked about, or one of the things... They ran news stories on this. Ahead of the, the Eagles playing in the Super Bowl, they greased the light poles throughout the town because they knew these fucking dumbass Philly fans were going to start climbing yeah, the light pole. Yeah, go up there and climb that light pole. Go birds. What accent is that? That's Philly. You ever heard people from Philly? They sound way more East Coast, though. No. That, yeah, they do. Well, no, no, no. There is a distinct Philly accent. That sounded accent. more Midwest to me. No, that's Pennsylvania right there. Yeah, go up there and climb that light pole, homo. Um, yeah, so they probably should have done that here. 100%. Because yeah. I have all this video. There were people climbing poles... Uh, they were ripping down the NBA final. There were no banners left on the light poles that Hell said NBA yeah, finals. Dude. So these guys got uh, all these guys got some keepsakes. They went up there and ripped oh, yeah. down all the banners. Did you see people do that at the national championships and stuff you've been to? I wasn't outside for the fans, so I didn't see any of it. Oh, okay. I tell you, the only other time I've ever seen that is a drunk fan at a NASCAR race in Atlanta walked out and ripped down like so. It was um. They had like some sort of poster that had like it was uh, it was in the chase. Mm-hmm. It was after the chase had started, and it had like all the drivers on it. And they had like this like Dale Junior poster and some drunk Dale Junior fan, which Dale Junior will actually come back up later on in the show. Um, he like climbed up on this riser on this fence and like rip and like ripped it down, mm-hmm. and he was like almost fell off because he was so drunk. He's and he got it, and he's like, yeah. I know. I had a buddy who uh, I won't say his name because I think he could get in trouble for it, but he worked for the team. I've talked about him to you before. He worked for the team at, in Tuscaloosa. Okay. He was an equipment yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after one of the SEC championships when he was there, because he's your age, so he would have been there. After the SEC championship, he got one of the, you know, those big vinyl signs that's hanging on, like, ben- beneath the oh, bleachers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After the game, he went and 
rolled it up and took it home, and it was in his apartment down there. They're not going to do anything with those, anyways. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they just—I don't know what they do with it. Well, I mean, it's that. I mean, it would take up this entire wall. Oh, you know how big those signs are. It's fucking huge. It was great. Yeah, working in the media, uh, you can't really do that. Yeah, like an an Alabama fan. You know, I am covering my alma mater, but I'm there as a member of the media. Yeah, you got to be a certain level of behavior you have to live up to well it's it's like the uh it's like the um shit what's his name um the guy that was in uh parks and rec he's been in a ton of stuff um i can't remember his name he was at the super bowl a few years ago and it's been a meme where he he just wore an nfl hat to the game oh rob Lowe. yeah rob Lowe. oh yeah that was so weird. That was the most robotic actor thing I've ever seen. It's well, like, it's like uh, we're, just, we're just supporting the NFL. You should have just worn a hat that said football <laughs> in two words. Ameri- American football. Yeah. <laughs> football in two words. What a dick dipshit. Yeah, but like like I wore I always wore like my I'm representing the shield. Shut I always I always wore like my my channel, my my TV station hat. If I ever wore a hat, yeah, yeah. Um, the one time I wore an Alabama hat, like people literally like to something. I wore it to ACC Media Days one time, and my old uh, one of my old coworkers, Jill Jelnick, who's um, actually, I remember Jill, yeah. She's actually back in the state of Tennessee now. She just took a job in Nashville. Oh, good um, for her. She was really good on that show, y'all. Yeah, she gave me shit because she was like, "You're really wearing an Alabama hat to ACC Media Days? Like, you look totally unbiased right now." And I'm like. <laughs> I'm here to look biased. Or I'm I don't, sorry, you look totally biased right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here to look biased. Shut up. So I wound up going upstairs and like uh, fixing my hair and taking a hat off because I felt <laughs> self-conscious after that. <laughs> she made you feel like shit. Yeah. Women but, are great at going like, you know, everyone thinks that's stupid. And you're like, do they? Fuck. Oh, no. Fuck. I don't want to look stupid. On the contrary, though, if a woman tells you, like, especially like in our case, like your wife or your girlfriend, um, Tells you that something like looks good. It is the biggest fucking ego boost. It's like, ever. all right, I'll wear this every day now. Sick. <laughs> all right. Like, so I've grown my hair out. I've been growing it out for a while now. Yeah. And um, my wife told me that she like likes the man bun. So I've been wearing it every day now. Yeah, yeah. Almost like, every okay, day. Okay, cool. That's my I'm new like, look. Like, she told me it looks good and she really likes it. And That's I'm all like, men need to do, uh, like change everything, <laughs> is for a woman to go, you know, that looks nice. Like, cool, I'll wear this every day until I'm happy with myself, I guess. <laughs> Fine, whatever, dude. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter if I like it. If she likes it, then... Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like oh, oh cool. man, I look good then. It's I like, look oh, good. sick. Oh, I'm a fucking stud. Let's go. <laughs> I look fantastic. Yeah, that's all it takes. Men are so easily we're like dogs that way. It's like you're a good boy. It's like really, <laughs> <laughs> we're so starved for positive attention. Yeah, because we're just like I mean, okay. humans are in general, but men are easy, much more easily manipulated than women yeah. are. <laughs> that's why men are so just there. You can distract them like dogs. You just be like, look over here, and you're like, huh? Oh. <laughs> just looking around like someone's holding a fucking piece of chicken well, cause in like, our face. It, in, in your head, like, like in a man's head, if a, if especially if it's your significant other, if they tell you that looks good in your head, you're like, she thinks I'm fucking hot. Yo, is this chick trying to fuck me? That's fucking... <laughs> yeah, because exa- that's exactly where our brain goes. I think she's trying. I think she's trying to fuck me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, the Bucks winning the championship was unbelievable experience. Uh, I'm... I'm so happy. I, you know, I have I have the uh, the NBA Finals credential up in my car. I get to add that to my credential collection, and that is um, I, I, 
I, I look back uh, like uh, as we were covering the championship parade, I, and I'd gotten in my car to go home after working on Thursday, and I kind of sat there for a few minutes, and I was like, because uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna work in 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 TV forever. I've already got a plan down the road um, of 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 eventually getting out of TV news, and right. and I'm, I would. I don't. I would never say never, but I, I don't see myself getting back into to radio at any point uh, down right. the road full time or, or anything. But uh, it's really just kind of like when you sit and think about the stuff that that you 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 get to do in this industry as a career. It's like I've covered national championships, NBA finals, two NCAA tournaments, the draft, uh, uh, the NFL draft. Uh, the uh, Braves opening day in their brand new stadium where I got to interview my childhood sports hero, Chipper Jones. Did you cover NHL All-Star Weekend when it was in uh, Nashville? I, I worked NHL All-Star Weekend. Okay. I, 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 I was working promotions with the radio station at right. the time. But it's uh, it's something that, that a lot of people, I think, start to take. Like, there's some old guys who have been in the industry for a while who are just like, ah, here we go, covering this again. Like, yeah. And it's Dude, like, you get to be there for second and twenty six. Oh, right? I know. I, and, that's unbelievable. And in a like, lot of that, Bama that's, fans' that, mind. That's, that's crazy. That's the that's the moment. The, those are the moments you you get in this industry for. And yeah. I don't ever want to. I, I don't ever want to forget that feeling. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that was uh, another one of those pinch me moments. Um, yeah, being able to cover that um, and, and seeing the fans, um, a, a city that's gone fifty years without a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, see to that. win at home, uh, yeah. See that come Everything. to fruition for them. It was pretty amazing. But holy shit, let's spend the next twenty twenty five minutes talking about what is going on in college football. So as I was starting to the think, fuck about, Texas. Anyway. As as I was starting to think about this week uh, at the beginning of the week, like this was SEC media days. Speaking yeah. of things I loved, like that was my, one of my absolute favorite things to cover was SEC media days. I think I covered that four or five times. Um, and that took place this week, and right. so I was like, "Oh, well, so we'll talk a lot about that." Like, I, I like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, aside from what we're about to get into, I could have, we could have carried the entire first segment of the show just talking about stuff from SEC Media Days, and because, I, because, we probably won't talk about it at all. We may not touch any of it. Probably not, because news broke on Wednesday. It was reported by the Houston Chronicle that. Texas and Oklahoma had reportedly reached out about joining the SEC. Well, this shit took off, and by Friday, 24-7 Sports is reporting that this has been in the works for about around six months now, and that it's, it's a done deal. Texas and Oklahoma are coming to the SEC. The timetable is not sure yet. We should get official word sometime in the next week. Um... And, I mean, this is the most mind-blowing development in my lifetime in college football and maybe maybe ever in college football history. I mean, we're talking about two of the top... I mean, like, when you talk about Blue Bloods, power, the powerhouse programs in college football, you talk about... Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Ohio Penn State, State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan USC, like, Notre Dame. Like they're th- Notre Dame. They're they're there. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a short list of eight to ten programs, and for two of them at once. And we're talking about two of those ten programs 
coming to the SEC. Unbelievable. I mean, like, I, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's insane. Uh, it, now, here's the thing. From a purely football perspective, now, now is this, this is a jump for the school's athletic programs oh, yeah, to all, join all, the SEC. All sports. For, and, and keep, from a pure football perspective, this makes no fucking sense for Oklahoma and Texas. It does, but it doesn't. It makes no sense. It would be like Clemson jumping from the ACC to go literally anywhere else. They're the biggest fish in a fucking tide. Oh, yeah. Pool. I mean, Oklahoma's won like six Big 12 championships in a row. It's not even a contest. The path is easier. It's, it's a much easier path. Texas has been kind of dog shit here and there sporadically for the past few it years. It is a move to financially set themselves up. Yeah. For later, like like for the rest of their, I mean, like this is their final destination, dude. What are the playoffs going to look like with them in the SEC? I don't. I mean, we we, we just talked a few weeks ago about the twelve team playoff. Um, I mean, holy shit! I mean, this this changes a well, lot. It's like half the half the playoffs going to come out of the SEC now. Yeah, probably not. They're going to rack up a lot more losses than they did last year. Yeah, but I mean, it's. There are so, like, I don't even know where to start to talk about this because there are so many different, like, subtopics off of this. Well, let me ask this. Do other schools within the conference get a say in schools jumping in, or is it yes. just the commission? So it is... Um, because they, I know that was the case when A&M and so Missouri came in. I think, I forget what the percentage has to... There's a certain percentage of, of, of the institute member institutions that have to vote Yes. It's well over a like 51 49. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um so whatever the percentage is, it breaks down to be that 11 of the 14 member institutions have to vote yes. Okay. And at the at this moment, what I saw reported that it was it was 13 to 1. A&M voted no. Yeah, and I've also seen that Missouri maybe nice. voted no as well. So either way, it's either 13 to 1 or 12 to 2. I love the fact. I I I hope A and M just holds the line. And we're like, and the no, only and probably the only one that uh, the only other one that wouldn't vote for them. I've heard was maybe Arkansas because, um, but over. Uh, but I don't think that would happen. Um, Why would you think? Uh, what What would the reasoning the, behind that be? Uh, overall, I think Arkansas fans are excited about it. I because Arkansas. Arkansas and Missouri, and then obviously Texas A and M. Like Arkansas, most of their players come from the state of Texas. Oh yeah. So it's going to be a little harder to poach the state when you have Oklahoma. Most a lot of most of their players come from Texas, mm-hmm. and Texas, all of their players come from there. Yeah. So, I mean, that I mean the recruiting aspect of it. That's another thing. Like it's, that's going to change a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, it's you're talking about Alabama goes in to Texas and poaches players out. Mm-hmm. LSU. All the time, they border Texas. They go and poach players out. You've got Texas A and M, who has taken over the state. Like they're they are have consistently recruited far better than Texas since Jimbo's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if that changes with a Sarkeesian and if that changes with with Texas coming into the SEC. So recruiting is a huge thing. That's uh, that's that's that I think I you could see change. But overall, this whole thing's money driven. Oh, hundred percent. I know it's, that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's the root of all. It's the root of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think you know Texas. 
the interesting thing from here, if Texas makes the move, they've still got that TV network. I think ESPN dissolves that because yeah. ESPN already also owns the SEC network. So mm-hmm. um, at that point, I think that the Longhorn Network goes under and they or they, they pour those resources into the SEC network. Yeah. Um, and you're looking at, I th- I, you know, I think – you know, every year at SEC Media Days, they release the profit share that each of the member institutions got um, mm-hmm. from the SEC's revenue. Right. Each so we're talking forty uh, fourteen teams. Each one of them got forty five plus million dollars in profit share from the SEC. Jesus. Which all these schools make, uh, all, like all these schools print money anyways. Like yeah. Alabama makes over $100 million in revenue every year just from the football program alone. Oh, yeah. And all the men's basketball programs make between 5 to $10 million from uh, in revenue too um, from ticket sales and, and primarily TV revenue. So right. like these athletic departments make enough money on their own and then you talk about the – an extra almost 50 million coming from that. Mm-hmm. So you had a couple more teams, but I think uh that the, increases. the 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 new like uh the SEC and ESPN Disney just reached a huge deal that goes into effect starting in 2024. Mm-hmm. That's when the SEC on CBS will cease to exist. Yeah. And so that that profit share is going to go up even more. Mm-hmm. And the Big 12 like they aren't getting like they have some big games, but they don't get the type of uh, like money that a conference that has its own network gets. You right. look at the the ACC's got their own network now that mm-hmm. just finally started. Uh, I think it's two years old now. Yeah, um, Big Ten, the Big Ten, the SEC, and the Big Ten are the two ones that have primarily been like the Pac-12 has theirs, but I don't really know what I think that Who one might. I think that one Pac-12. might fold because they've never. Eventually, they're no, the, the new commissioner of the Pac-12 is going to have to figure out what the fuck to do with the Pac-12 network. But that's we're not talking about that today. No, fuck that. Um, the Big 12 is the only comp, Power Five conference without its own network, right? And part of that is partially to do with Texas because they had their own network, right? Um, so I think they're looking at that like it's all money driven. It's mm-hmm. they're looking at how much more money they could make from being in the SEC and then also the overall branding of being in the SEC moving forward, I think is far better than, than what the big 12 could offer. Right. It's, uh, so uh, what's this going to look like though? Let's look at like, just, well, it changes the big 12 forever because now what is it? Iowa state's the big dog now. Oh, okay. So we'll get in, we'll get into what happens like ripple effect wise. (sighs) So we're about, so we're, it was about 10 years ago. It was about a decade ago the last time we saw conference realignment. We're about – if with Texas and Oklahoma, I mean, pretty much what are we, like a 99% sure they're going to be moving now. Yeah. This is going to set up a huge ripple effect, and we'll get into that in a, in a minute. But let's look at the SEC. What does this do to the SEC? Talking about – this is a 16-team league now. The division is – will they go – there's been a, a lot of speculation. Will they go with divisions like yeah. they have now? And where they have eight and eight or um, the more intriguing, fun idea is these four pots. 
Have you seen this? I have not. I just knew. I mean, I figured they would just add one of them to the east, one of them to the west. And who gives a shit about geography? That's well, what no, I figured. See, if they, do, if they do the geography thing, they're talking about moving Alabama and Auburn to the east to make it more geographically sound okay. and move Missouri to the west. Okay. Alabama and Auburn both go to the east. Yes. Mizzou goes to the west. Texas and Oklahoma go to the, stay in the west. Yes. So that would have – I mean – I don't really like that that much. I don't hate it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't bother me enough for... Like, you would have to go to a nine-game conference schedule at that point. I'm fine with that. We saw what a fucking all-conference schedule looked like last year, and we loved it. And probably they would do away with um, the crossover rivalries at that point. Mm. But because No, and that would be okay, because... Yeah. The two biggest ones are Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, and they'd be in their they'd be in the same division. Yeah, it wouldn't really change much with those. Because like, here's the deal with that: if you if you have a nine game conference schedule, if you have a permanent crossover every year, you're only having one team rotate on and off the schedule every year from the other division. That's true. Which I guess is technically how it is now, but um, so it really doesn't change that much. You just have to you may add but, I one mean, extra you conference want those game. New, like you want those new teams like on the schedule. Like I want to see, I honestly want to see Alabama and Florida play more anyway. So, well, I mean, but like you want to see like we just saw LSU at Texas in 2019. That's true. I remember. Yeah, and that was a great game. It was a great game. Um, like so, like we want to see those games. Alabama actually has Texas on the schedule next year. Yeah, they have a home and home the next two years after this year with Texas. So um, some of these home, I actually thought about some of these home and home, like Alabama has Oklahoma on a home and home in like 2033 and 34. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how far advanced Georgia they're... has Texas in a home and home coming up later this decade. Mm. But uh, what they've talked about is the, the there's like four pods. Okay. That they could go. Um, and there's a couple of different ways they could do it. Basically you have like pod A, B, C, and D. And you just do it kind of geographically. If they go to pods, I'm hearing like Texas A&M is fucking pissed. I they are so love it. mad. I love it. Um, which is kind of funny. It's like I guess I get there was like a gentleman's agreement when they joined the league that no other team from Texas would join the SEC. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck you. Texas and Oklahoma are powerful brands. Yeah. Also, they're having like a board of regents meeting on Monday to discuss that. I'm like, what? What are you gonna do? Leave the SEC? Fucking go for it! Like, like, what? Go ahead. What, what are you gonna do now? Are you gonna go back to the Big Twelve? That's probably gonna like just completely like yeah. dissolve after Texas and Oklahoma leave. Good. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, like, they're not leaving. No, no they're no. not leaving. Mm-mm. Um, but I think they're trying to figure out their own game plan of what to do. So, what? I, like geographically, I think mo like. It would make sense to have a pod that has Texas, Texas A and M, Oklahoma, and some other team out there in it. LSU, maybe Missouri, maybe Arkansas. Um, but uh, Arkansas would keep it a little more balanced. Well, and Arkansas is old Southwest rivals with Texas and right. also Texas A and M. They used to be in the same conference for years and years and years. That would be a fu- those would be fun games to watch. I would the, like to watch. Likewise, Missouri and Oklahoma are old rivals from the old Big Eight, and yeah. they were in the Big Twelve together too. So. I would mind. Arkansas is looking impressive. They looked really good last year. Arkansas plays Texas this year, third oh. week of the season. Well, then fucking let's let's do this. So, who would the other pods be? You think? But uh, what, quickly as from what's on being said, quickly uh, quickly on A and M though. 
Um, it would make the most sense just geographically to have them in Texas as pod. But what I've seen proposed is to keep Texas A&M happy is they would not put them in Texas as pod. Okay. So the proposed pods I've seen, um, I've seen a few different ones. The one I saw CBS put out was uh, you had Arkansas and Missouri, which that's like a rivalry they're trying to force. Um, yeah, who gives a shit about that? And Oklahoma and Texas. That's one pod. Yeah. Your next pod, the two Mississippi schools, LSU, A&M. I like that. Um, your next pod is Alabama and Auburn, Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Eh, the Vandy they're one tr- is they're lackluster. Trying, they're trying to keep competitive balance and some traditional rivalries together. I'm okay with that. It's just Vandy sucks, so... They got to go somewhere. Fucking, yeah, I guess. Uh, and then the last one would be Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky. I actually really like that one. I think all those teams are... Pre- that's a pretty balanced And see, that's crew. what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, like, you can't just, like, put Alabama and Auburn in the same pod with Georgia and Florida. That has no competitive... Because like, then you leave Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt in the pod. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh great. Oh, fuck so, me. I mean, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, like I it, get it. You yeah, got to yeah. have competitive balance. So. Right. I'm actually excited about the prospect of in-conference rivalry, Texas A&M versus Texas. Oh, I know. I mean... I mean, it, we saw it for years and years and years, but no, but it's they haven't played in a decade. Uh, yeah, but we're getting that again with... I want to say it used to be they used to play it on Thanksgiving night. Really? All the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, and it used to, uh, it literally used to be that and the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Think about that two SEC games on Thanksgiving. Son. Texas, Texas A&M, and the Egg Bowl. That'd be exciting. That would be exciting. It'd be exciting. Iron Bowl happens on Saturday. But then, like, I've seen, like, so you propose that, and then you have, like, one permanent cross-pod game. Right. So, like, Alabama's would be LSU, so they keep that on the schedule every Obviously. Year. Um... Yeah, like Florida's would be Tennessee, so they keep that on the schedule every year because Alabama would already have Tennessee in their pod. Right. Um, Auburn's would be Georgia. Georgia. So like, there's there yeah there like there's ways to to do this. Um, I, I like this. I like the way this works out. Um, you know what is surprisingly a good game every year that I weirdly look forward to, or not every whenever it happens is Mizzou and Tennessee. I feel like they're yeah, I mean they sh- they're shitty enough that they play really hard against each other. They're like, yeah. dude, we could win this every. But uh, the only thing at that point is how do you determine the SEC champion? And what I've heard is basically you just do it the way the Big Twelve's doing it right now, and you just take the top two overall teams. Really? Mm. Okay. I, I mean, I guess that works out if you have enough conference games well, going on. To me, it's like, well, what's the point of the pods then? If you're just yeah, you gonna, might as well just do divisions if you're going to take the top two anyway. Well, see, like my idea, if you're going to keep the pods, then you got to make them have some sort of importance. Um, you like, got to give some type of like weighted. Like something. so, what I'm thinking is like, okay, you kind of um, keep the divisions like like east and the west per se, and yeah. you just have like a subdivision championship. So like, you play eight eight conference games. So you play your three teams in your pod. You play a team from the other pod that's in your like in like so if you split it up the way that we were talking about the east and the west earlier yeah you play all the team like you have the east like this was my idea 
Okay. East subdivision A, East subdivision B, same thing in the West. Okay. Keep the but geographically they already drew those pods out kind of similar to how I would have them anyways. So Alabama is in the East with Auburn uh, and they're in their little subdivision with Auburn uh Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Okay. Okay, you play all three of those teams. Um you play uh at least one like you you have your, like you play some teams from all the other pods, but then at the end of the year you have um like you only play eight conference games, but you have a built-in ninth game for a subdivision championship. So it, that just goes into the regular season. It just goes into the regular season. Okay. So it's basically a play-in game to the SEC championship. I like that. I like that. Then you kind of determine the best from pot A, B, C, and D, and they well, all. It, it would be. Yeah. It wouldn't even be like A, B, C, D at that point. It Whatever. would be like yeah. the West A, West A, West B, East A, East B. So like right. your your subdivision champs. So like. Oklahoma would play LSU for the West Division Championship, mm-hmm. and then the winner of that goes to the SEC Championship. And Alabama plays Georgia for the East uh, Division Championship, and the winner of that plays LSU or Oklahoma in the SEC Championship. Are there any talks of something like that happening? I don't know. Okay, because I really fucking like that idea. It, doesn't that sound like that? It sounds if, interesting. If you're going to do the pod You do thing, that before rivalry week. No, you would do it after. After? Okay. You would just move rivalry week up one week or move the SEC championship back one week. But all that kind of depends on how the calendar goes with the college football playoff. Yeah. Expanding. Hmm. My God. Egghead's got it wouldn't a lot be the of worst. To... It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, 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 if, no, not at all. If, but... like, I get the tradition of having these rivalry games on, like, the week of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving yeah. weekend, but... You know what? Tradition's being thrown out the window on fucking everything here. So, yeah, if you moved it up one week, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, let's just fucking change everything this year. Why not? Players can make money. Playoffs being expanded. Oh, and that's divisions what pe- are that's, being that's fucking what created people, and dissolved. Who gives a shit? Let's that, fucking go. That's what people are talking about. Is this is the ripple effect of all like. This is like what people are like. This is the end of college football as we know it. It's not going. Shut up, pussy. It's not. It's not going anywhere. It's just going to be a lot different. Right. And it really doesn't matter what you think. And thanks, thanks, Nick. One of the ripple effects of this is it's probably going to create. It's going to demise the Big Twelve. Yeah, but who cares? And create four, like super conferences, which almost happened. With conference realignment last time, Texas, Oklahoma, um, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State almost all joined the Pac-12 and became the Pac-16. Right, it didn't go through. Was that when the Big East dissolved, or was yes. that okay? Yeah. Um. So here's kind of what is what it's looking like is going to happen, or what they're talking about. All these other schools in the Big Twelve have already started reaching out to other conferences. So you've had Iowa and Kansas reach out to the Big Ten. Love it. Sorry, Iowa State and Kansas. Love it. Iowa State makes complete sense. Iowa's already in the Big tw- uh, Big Ten, right there in that state, right in that footprint. In-state, in-conference Kansas rivalry. isn't too far-fetched. They're terrible in football. Huge ad from a basketball standpoint. Holy though. shit, yeah. Like, like one of the top five greatest basketball programs of all time. You'll put up with shitty football like – they're not any worse than Rutgers. <laughs> That's and true. they're way better in, in basketball than Rutgers. That's true, yeah. 
I would like ideally this so like that would get them to sixteen teams. Okay. Ideally, what I would like to see them do. Happen, you change the name? What to the Big Sixteen? Yeah. Uh, I hate the grandiose nature of just calling it the Big Anything. It sounds fucking like you're trying really well, hard. Well, because if the Big Twelve goes away, then it like you there's no other big conference. Yeah. So you could call it the Big Sixteen. I like it. Um, and then you could have the Pac Sixteen because you've already had um, TCU, Baylor, um, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. reach out to the Pac-12 about joining them, that would get them to 16 teams. See, that's the problem with putting a number in your conference name. That's why the SEC and the ACC are the best. Well, the, Pac- the Pac-12 is the only one that's actually increased or actually like changed the number with the amount of teams that they've had. Right. It used to be, uh, it was like the Pac-6 back in the day, then it went to the Pac-8, then it went to the Pac-10, now it's the Pac-12. Just call it the Pac, man. Why not? It's the Pacific Athletic Conference. Yeah, I know. No, no I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, not like big. Like, big isn't an acronym for anything. I'm aware of that. I, I'm aware of how stupid the Midwest is when it comes to football. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, like you could just call it the, like that is no different than the ACC or the SEC Southeastern exactly. Conference, Pacific Athletic Conference. Exactly. That's why I'm I, I'm ridiculing that. I think it's silly, but I like this realignment. Iowa State and Kansas going to the Big Ten, then, I think, uh, works. West Virginia would be in the ACC now. Yeah, because it makes no fucking sense that they're in the Big 12. And they would likely entice Notre Dame to actually wind up joining the conference full-time. So you that would get great to 16. If Notre Dame would just get the death penalty, that would make everything a lot fucking easier. If Notre Dame would just go away. But the only team that leaves <laughs> randomly out there is just is Kansas State. So it, like I would like to see them go with Kansas. Aren't there a couple others that are independent now? Colorado. See, but they don't want to do that. Like like if I'm not if saying I, they're if, going to. If I to, was the Big Ten, but, if I was the Big Ten, it it would look bad. But fuck Rutgers. <laughs> I mean, just ju- just 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 give them the pink slip, cut them off, and be like, figure it out. You've been you've only been here since 2014, and you've brought nothing to the conference. You had a fucking decent season in 2007, and we had high hopes, and you've done nothing with it. I mean, oh, and the, no, the whole reason they added them is like, oh, we're going to get the New York City market. No one fucking... Nobody. No one on the... Like, my wife is from New Jersey. She literally, like, every time Rutgers comes up, she's like, fuck, fuck Rutgers. They suck. Yeah, like, nobody no cares. One, no one likes Rutgers. No, that's a pro sports town. They don't care about Rutgers. They care about the giant. They care about the Giants and the Yankees and like the, the Jets, whoever the, the fuck Knicks. They yeah, can they, care like about. they don't care about college sports. Right. Kick them out. Put them back in that uh, American Athletic Conference. They fit, work. They fit better there, anyways. Competitive wise, definitely. And 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 bring Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State in. That and then I think that works beautifully. That's what I would want to see happen. Um. I just don't know how easy it is to kick someone out of your conference, though. It's pretty easy, I bet. Just go, hey, get out. I think there could be some sort of money settlement, and like, yeah, they'd have to be. I don't think Rutgers is going to put up a huge fight to stay in the Big Ten. No, they would because they're getting that. They're the money that is coming into that school now has gone up substantially because of that huge profit that from they the get, network yeah, yeah. that they get from the conference. They're they're, yeah. they're getting that thirty forty million dollar payout from. The Big Ten every year. I think they could make that. They could give them some type oh, they, of they, offer. They'd probably have to pay them close to $100 million. <sighs> yeah, but here's the thing. You bring in a few other teams from states where people actually give a shit about college football, Kansas and Iowa, and you make that back within a couple years. Yeah. No fucking problem. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
couple other quick notes before we wrap up the first segment on this, though. The um, the Big 12's agree like like contract with all of its teams right now runs through 2025. Um, so they'd have te- to do contract payouts to end all this too. Texas and Oklahoma would have to pay likely around a seventy million dollar buyout to get out before the contract. Okay, and also um, they would forfeit. Up like the the TV. I mean, they would make the, this isn't that big of a deal because they're going to make so much more money being in the SEC. Yeah, they would forfeit upwards of a million, a hundred million dollars if they left like now. Right. So they are content to stay till twenty twenty five. But I just don't think it's going to like if it if all this is coming out right now. There's no way this is going to last four more years. No, no, there's no like, way. Just like like that would be like the like. That would be like meeting up at the Thanksgiving table with all the in-laws you hate. Oh, what a nightmare. For the next four years. Yeah. I, I, there's no way it's going to take that long. I don't they, think they will, will they'll, they'll figure something out to make this thing happen way quicker. I think this happens. It may not. It's obviously not going to be this year, and it may not be next year, but I think 2023 is li- like... These conferences scrambled to make a college football season happen in some sort of way last year. I don't think that they're going to have a whole lot of hiccups when it comes to what they know best, which is shuffling shit around and paying ass loads of money to people. And then finally, we were talking about conference names. This uh, Texas, your fan base, they get honorary Dick of the Week. We're going to have one a little bit later. Um, Dick Dick of the Week. Talking about conference names. Texas fans are suggesting that they change the name of the SEC when Texas and Oklahoma join. To what? I don't know. Fuck you. It's like, well, it's not really the uh, Southeastern Conference if we're going to be in it. It's uh, like, no, it no, still no. is. You joined our league. No, 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 no. You don't get to come in and join the band and be like, well, the name sucks. Like, like, like you're, you, you are admitting that your league wasn't good enough and you came and joined our league. You don't, you don't get to change the name of the league. Suck a like, dick. Like, like I, immediately Texas fans are going to be like my least fa- – like Texas is going to be my least favorite team in the SEC. Dude, the best part – is going to be the, the rabid, ego on these fuckers, the dude. Rabid SEC fans giving the horns down. Oh yeah, because that's Texas. Because like that's not gonna like the SEC's not gonna ban that. You the think way they're the Big gonna 12 ban? Did. Dude, Mississippi State has fucking cowbells. Alabama fans yell "fuck Auburn" at their stadium. Do you think that we're gonna fucking cowtow, pun intended, well, to a horns down? Suck our big Southern dicks. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Texas. You've sucked since 2010. Mac Brown was a fucking hack, and you know it. He's only good behind a desk. Suck our nuts. Fuck you, no, Horns Mac, Bra- Mac Brown's a good coach. Look, I was just going on a rant. Okay. I like Mac Brown a lot, actually. Um, um, I respect him greatly, but fuck no, Texas. Another thing I saw someone bring up on Twitter just talking about Texas in general is it's like, like Texas, like Austin's a cool town, but think about like these super redneck like Alabama fans or Mississippi fans going out going to, to Austin, like super liberal Austin, Texas. <laughs> Unbelievable! I can't fucking wait for fucking Kentucky fans to get out there. I can't, dude. Imagine Tennessee fans at UT Austin. The battle of the UTs. Holy, yeah, that's true. The battle of the UTs, and they're both orange and white. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but it's that'll be, be funny. Unbelievable. Fucking Tennessee Volunteers fans going out to fucking... 
going to Norman, who's going to get... Dude, that's going to be great. I ain't found nothing but vegan restaurants here. What the <laughs> fuck is tofu? <laughs> the hell is that? They're Y'all love- got any Budweiser? Oh, I found craft beer here. What is all these IPAs? The hell's IPA stand for? Tastes like piss. They're going to love Norman, though. I had a buddy who went to law school out in Oklahoma. Yeah, I've heard Norman's nice. It's I, like a fucking... I would. I still want to go to all... I mean, like, I know Austin's got a stereo. would be fun, yeah. Because it's like everyone's like... all the. It's like every Californian that goes to Texas, that they don't know where to live. So that's the running joke and uh, I've seen from native Texans right now. It's like... All the Calif- all the liberals from California are leaving because the state's too expensive. Yeah, so, so they they're moved. like they're like going to like Arizona, Nevada. Like that's why Arizona, and Nevada voted blue for the first time in like years. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and Texas almost flipped. Um, yeah, everyone is leaving their shitty state and but, making like, their so, current so state like, shittier. It's like they go to they go to they they went to Texas and it's like the only place they feel safe living is Austin because they know it's like yeah a Democrat led city. Yeah, with a ginormous homeless problem. <laughs> Like, well, this feels like home. Everyone's sleeping on the street and on heroin. This is great. God, Justin. Suck a dick. I don't mean to go super political there, but... <laughs> that wasn't political. That was a joke. Um, I just meant between, I know, like, I know, talking I about the cities, but, like... It is funny. Austin, Austin I've heard, is a great city. I've but, heard it's fun. But it, it's going to be... It doesn't feel like that city really fits what the rest of the SEC is. Dude, it's going to be nuts. Mississippi State fans bringing cowbells to fucking UT Austin is going to be the craziest shit on Find earth. Find your safe space. It's going to be bananas. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Dude, imagine LSU fans going to fucking Austin. It's going to be well, crazy. They were just there a few years ago. It's so. going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, Alabama fans will be there next year. Unbelievable. Can't fucking wait. All right. Uh, coming up next, we'll get into watch and react as we... Uh, I have a few vo- uh, funny videos on tap. Justin, there is one from a old um it's from an old 90s like kind of uh educational Christian educational video. Oh god, I probably watched it it's when I was a kid. Hysterical. So uh, stick around. We got that coming up next. <laughs> All right, welcome back into Personally Foul. Justin, I'll be honest, when I first heard just the very beginning of that, I yeah. thought it was going to be uh, Pantera for a second. No. What would the song be? That you Walk? Would... Maybe, yeah. That would be the dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm going to do that at some point. That's a good Pantera song. It's probably their most popular hit, but it's yeah. still a great riff. Um, so let's get into uh, let's break away from from sports for a few minutes as we went very sports heavy, but rightfully so when the college football world gets flipped on its head. But no shit, huh? Uh, you said you have three videos. I have four. I got some pretty short ones. Uh, just some. Just oh some no, mine are mostly short. Goofy so. shit. Well, if you got four, we'll end on your last one. I guess. Okay, we so can, we can we can just alternate. I'll start and then you yeah, yeah, out. we'll do that. We'll do that. So which one did you want to show the folks here? Uh, let's start with, um, we can just go in order here. We'll start with that uh, no, the, up there. Well, this is actually really hilarious. So this okay. guy, um, he's like a comedian, does some comedian stuff on TikTok, And, uh, he just kind of posed this, this idea of how functioning alcoholics, like how amazing functioning alcoholics are. All right, let's hear and it. And it's hilarious. Does anyone else find functional alcoholics fascinating? 
Like these crazy motherfuckers will drink a 30 pack of the most disgusting beer on earth, get blackout drunk, and then wake up the next morning at 6.30 a.m. and go to a manual labor job in the direct sunlight where they work <laughs> their ass off all day. The only thing that they'll consume is like a gas station hot dog and Mountain Dew. Oh, and yeah. they will be totally fine. And then when they're done work, go right back to drinking again and do the whole thing all over. If I have seven White Claws, the next morning I have explosive diarrhea and I hold my tummy as I feel like I can't move while I lie in bed for four hours. Oh, yeah. Does anyone else find functional alcohol? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I had... It's ama- I've thought about that before. I, I knew a guy like this. Um, so the maintenance guy in my apartment in Nashville. You, you remember my apartment. Oh, yeah. His name was Rick, and he was the fucking man. And he was a like, bona fide, certified motherfucking drunk and he what he was the shit i feel like every apartment apartment uh this guy fucking ruled he would come over i would do fucking shots with him he'd go over to oh my, my gosh he'd come over to my apartment on the was weekends that a, was that a low point in your life it's like on, the, on like a friday night he would come over and be like you got any whiskey and i'd oh be like God, i always have i'd be like i always have whiskey yeah, Rick, he's he's, he's, he's broke because he Dude, spent all this money on whiskey he lived in the apartment complex so he just lived a couple units down from me oh okay. so he would just come over and hang out in my apartment and we would listen to fucking country music and he would do a couple sh- i'd always have like wild turkey or something around the house and i would just do shots of wild turkey with him and he'd get fucked up and then he'd walk so you remember my apartment was like on the at the dead end of the street that yeah. came off of the main yeah. road, and then there was a gas station right across from the street. Yeah, there was that gas? Yeah. That's where I would go get you know whatever the fuck I needed to get. And there were these hookers that hung out down there. Well, wasn't there would, like an adult? Like there was like some sort of weird club down the road too. Yeah, there was some weird nightclub that was like off to the to the right there, like further in. If you kept going and went towards Antioch, it was a pretty promiscuous looking club. Well, it was open until like it opened at midnight. It went to like seven in the morning. Yeah, see that that's that's a no go. I that, would see people leaving there when I would go to work in the morning. That's but, the old nothing good happens after midnight. Hundred <laughs> percent. And but he would so he would walk down the street to that gas station and go grab one of the hookers because there was like three of them and I knew who they were and they knew me because I would be at the gas station and he would go back and get them and I remember one. <laughs> what to have sex with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. I remember this one girl, Crystal. She was disgusting, and he. <laughs> Oh my God! He came over one. So night. you have watched a sex transaction happen? Yeah. Oh I, my God! I was driving back from somewhere once. That's and I something saw them I think I will up, never witness in my life. I saw them walking up the street, and I stopped and gave them a ride back to the apartment complex. I was like, "Hey guys!" And Rick was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" And then I saw. I said hi to Crystal. I'd see her at the gas station. I remember one time he came over. We did shots in my apartment. Jesus Christ! And like, and then I'm watching. I remember I was watching Captain America Civil War alone in my apartment late at night, and I get a call from Rick because I, I had his phone number because he would call me for shit or whatever just to bullshit. And he calls me, or I get a call, and it says Rick, and I pick up, and it's Crystal, the hooker. <laughs> She's like, can you come help me? And I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, Rick, Rick's real fucked up, and he can't get up. And I was like, what? And I go over to his apartment, and he's just hammered, like crumpled in the floor. He had like passed out from drinking too much. I didn't know how much he'd had. 
And well, if he's a big dude, he probably, I mean. He was not a big guy. Oh, he, he was wasn't. Very, okay. He was probably like 5'6", maybe 170 pounds. Not a very big But probably dude. had the tolerance of a 300-pound man. 100%. But he was real fucked up. And I remember I tried to pick him up, and he like swung at me because he was hammered. He didn't know it was me. And he swung at me, and it was the slowest punch I've ever seen thrown. Like, it was so Might fucking. Might as well had a baby punch in you. In my, and I just kind of like moved back like this, and he missed me, and he was like. Bruh. And then I picked him up, and I put him on his waterbed, and I went back and finished water my Of course he had a waterbed. <laughs> and then he came over the next day, and he goes, Hey man, I'm real sorry. Crystal told me I swung on you. Oh Thank you for not fuck, swung on you. Thank you for not ripping my head off like you probably could. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna get out of here. And yeah, he so, up- likewise, when I lived in Nashville, um, we lived in an apartment. Uh, the there was uh, it was basically all either Hispanics or white uh, the people. apartment complex, or like, or like redneck white people at my apartment complex. The complex that when we first started hanging out, the one yeah, y'all were yeah, living yeah, at? yeah, yeah, I remember that. And over in the corner. Like specifically in the corner of the complex that we lived in, it was all Hispanics. Yeah, um, reminded me of my hometown. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the uh, Hispanics, you know, they work a lot of manual labor jobs. Oh yeah, and there were uh, these these uh, it was like these three dudes. One was like it was it almost looked like a either a dad or an uncle with like a nephew and a son or like I, I don't I never fully figured out what the relationship was. They were related, definitely. Yes. Okay. And they all lived together, and they all worked the same manual labor job. Mm-hmm. It looked like some sort of like construction. Like um, they always had like almost looked like they were either like painters or like installed like crown mold. Like they had either, it was either paint or like, like they, caulk they, or yeah, something. Yeah, they always had like white yeah. shit all over them. Yeah. And um, they had like one. They had like the van that had like the ladder on the top and like all that shit. That so, van. Everybody knows that van. Yeah. yeah. And um, they would like. I would be getting up to go to the gym in the morning, and especially the older guy. He had like the beer belly. Oh um, yeah, the. He was about five five. Had a huge beer belly, about as hard as this table, probably. Yeah, yeah. and he would be drinking Corona at eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like they hadn't even left to go to work yet. Now here's the question: Did he put a lime in the Corona bottle? I don't remember that. Because that, if you're putting limes in it, well, or no, once you stop putting limes in it. You're officially an alcoholic because you're just drinking in the morning. Yeah, I don't. Point. I don't really remember if he had lime in it or not. Because that's the no. If you if it's a weekday and you're getting ready to go to your job and it's eight in the morning, like you're <laughs> you're and you're drinking, like you're a fucking alcoholic. No, what dude. I'm saying is, if you're not putting the lime in there, it's not even about the taste. You just need to stop shaking for a few minutes so yeah. you can drive to the job site. But I mean, that dude, I he had. He was drinking Corona every time I saw him. It would yeah. be it would be midnight. It would be he you could gotta be, switch to a lighter beer if you're like, gonna be like, an alcoholic like that. Man. It would it would be the morning. It would be midnight. It would be he just got home from work at five o'clock. He always had a Corona in his hand. That guy fucking rules. And I'm like, how? Like he's probably drinking it at work on the site. Oh, a hundred. He's got him in his truck. <laughs> My dad worked with a guy that kept a cooler in his truck and would pop a Coors Light when he left work. He drove a big fucking F three fifty diesel. Got him a roadie. He yes, that's what they call it here in Wisconsin. He, yeah, he had him roadies every fucking. This guy was the foreman of the whole job site. They're working on like cranes that lift hundreds of thousands of Jesus tons. Christ. And he would take a roadie. He'd crack it. I'm talking. Got in the truck, started it, and cracked a beer and went home. Jesus. And then didn't stop drinking until he went to sleep. So, obviously, this is a really conversational video. No, because it's like everyone knows someone like this. Dude, fucking Rick. He called me like a couple years ago when I first moved up here, and I did. I missed the call, and I didn't call him back. He's probably dead. 
Yeah, liver failure. Oh, my God. Or a fucking hooker beat him, like, just took his money and murdered him. I wouldn't put it past them. Cool. And here's the thing, too. If you're that, if you're getting that drunk and then you pick up hookers, you're not even thinking to put a condom on. No fucking way. <laughs> it's a, his dick might have rotted off. Like, he might have, like, <laughs> been, he probably got VD or something. I can't imagine what looked grosser, his teeth or his cock, probably. <laughs> oh, man. That was bad. Anyway, All right, let's uh, let's see your first video here. This is just from a uh, carnival act. You know those Cirque du Soleil things where it's like spinning circles. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, This is a local one at a fucking at a, some county fair. I don't know where, but I I found this video today. Oh God! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh my God! <laughs> I love how the person just immediately stopped filming. They were like, "Ooh, that guy died. I got to stop filming that." <laughs> I've been there. You've like been. with my real job, so <laughs> just like Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, it's, it's like, oh, I gotta stop filming this. Oh, uh, dead kid, fun. Anyway, uh, no, literally, like, like in, in early June, I was down in Racine. Oh no! And like, we happened to be down there with. I, I haven't even discussed this with you. God, no. Um. So there had been like a big drowning problem in Lake Michigan down in Racine. What? On one of the beaches, <laughs> and I just happened to be down there shooting video of the beach, like of where where all these had been happening. Um, there'd been yeah. two people who had died in the previous three days from drownings. Oh my like two, god! Two like underage, like kids, like eighteen years or younger. Mm-hmm. And um, we pull up down there, and all of a sudden, all these like emergency personnel start showing up. Oh no! There's a drowning happening while I'm there. Oh my god! And I'm like, well, this is good video. I'm gonna start rolling on this. And then the kid died. I think the kid wound up making it, but I, oh, god. I did not think at the time that the kid was going to make it. It was like a 14-year-old girl. And like I see that like they found Hold her. on, 14? Yeah. Fucking get it together. No, it, the current pulled him up against like the, the pier, and it was like oh, up against the rocks and stuff. Oh, okay. It like sucked her under. Oh, okay. All um, right, never mind. And... I rescind my comment about the dying child. She got... She went... They jumped off the pier into a no, into a no swim zone. Oh, okay. Which apparently a bunch of people do, and that's what happens. Oh, yeah. Um, cause there's no lifeguard on duty, but yeah, like they pulled this chick out of the water and her whole body went limp and I went, Oh, Oh, fuck. I'm, like, that. I'm done recording. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. So I get that, that like I can empathize with that. That's terrible. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> just turn the camera immediately. Oh my God. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Especially just was- in that moment. Cause they're like thinking they're recording something really cool. Yeah. And here's the thing. I bet that guy's fine. He hit it hard, but I bet he's fine. Probably broke some stuff. Uh, definitely a couple ribs. Yeah. But he's, he's alive, I bet. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, keep going in order here. This is a um, like an old like SNL skit. Um, or maybe it, maybe it wasn't an SNL, but it's similar to an SNL It's just skit. an old as a sketch. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's really funny. It's, uh, it's uh, a guy complaining about not having... Um, some sort of apparatus to carry, or is it something to carry his water bottle while running? Oh, okay. Hey, pal, why so glum? I'm just so thirsty. But since my jogging shorts don't have pockets, I have nowhere to keep my water bottle. Oh, that's real bad. Say, haven't you heard about the jog strap? The what strap? No, no. The jog strap. Here, try it on. It's a slip-on strap that slides right over your ordinary jogging shorts. Get the and fuck out of here. perfectly sized <laughs> front of the pouch 
You can carry any brand of bottled water or sports drink. Oh, it's comfortable. Mind if I try it what out? What the fuck? Can even borrow my drink. Thanks. Dude, what the fuck? Hang on, keep watching. The music is chugging it up on a sunny day. It even has a special coin pouch to carry your money. What the fuck? It even has special coin pouch to carry your money. I was retarded. Dude, think about how bad that would bang into your nutsack. Yeah. A water bottle bouncing between your fucking legs. Oh, it looks like a huge cock. It looked like that dude with a 10-inch dick (laughs) fucking just doing, doing, doing. It was just bouncing against his legs, the water bottle in there. Oh, man. That was fucking great. (laughs) That little coin pouch thing really got me. Yeah. Uh, The fucking commercial music. That's amazing. Yeah, that was good production. (laughs) uh, Solid production. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. What you got? This is just a video of a girl on... You know those slingshot rides? Yeah, they always get the camera like, right there like, yeah. on them. It's just a video There's of, been so many viral videos of this over the year, but I always like them. This one is fucking excellent. It's just... I was not expecting what happened, and it pay, it's an excellent payoff. It's a short video. Less than 10 seconds, but it's great. Happy birthday. Bye. Oh! <laughs> okay, so the screaming to be expected. Yeah, because a pigeon fucking hit her and the fucking G force that was I mean that pigeon was just flattened out on top of her. Just Oh, that's ah! so gross. <laughs> you know, you never think about that with like roller coasters and stuff. You Did made, you do you know who uh oh what the fuck is his name? Uh, Fabio, that guy was like a model. Yeah, had the long hair. Yeah. He did the I can't believe it's not butter commercials. Those, yeah. He got there's a video somewhere of him getting smacked on a roller coaster by a bird, and his fucking gets back because he's on the very front of the roller coaster, and he gets back to where they get off, and his face—I mean, he's fucked up. This bird hit him so hard, he's bleeding everywhere. Is it from the bird blood or his own? No, it's his own blood. Oh, God. I think it broke his nose because he's just like uh, Jesus. Well, he had quite the snozz on him, anyways. He so. did have a big old. He looked like us. Uh, <laughs> Just a couple of big noses. All right. Um, he got fucking smacked by a bird that was pretty great. Let's see what else I've got today. Um, so you just want to go in order again? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. So though, this has actually got another little song to it, and it's funny. Okay. Um, this is uh, an original creation someone had on uh, Instagram, and, or sorry, on uh, TikTok. And you've had male roommates before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You've probably had this thought before, and this song is hilarious. So I think you can kind of like, this will take you back to when you had male roommates. Oh, God. When you're trying to sleep and you hear the peeps of soap and suds, but the sounds of washing hands were not preceded by a flush. What the fuck? Rest assured, the things you've heard, your roommate just masturbated. (laughs) Good for them. Ah, good for them. Dude, the walls in my fucking house that when I lived with two other guys were so goddamn thin. Like, I could hear them jerking it. I could hear them fucking everything. Just hearing. Yeah. 
The funniest part of that is I would hear one of my roommates fucking his girlfriend. I would just hear that, and I would hear no noise from either of them. The fact that they were just silently just missionary fucking with neither of them making a sound is the most uncomfortable shit in well, the world. Like, what's like, they were probably like, you need to be quiet. There's other people here. I would just be like, either that or they're really bad at sex. fucking cares? At that point, who gives it? That was hilarious. <laughs> just masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking rules. Because oh, like I, I lived in the floor below my two roommates my sophomore year. Oh, yeah. And it would be like we all had our own bathrooms, but it would be like the, wa- the water ran down the, uh, my wall. Oh, yeah. Because I, fl- I was on the first floor and their two rooms were upstairs. And like I'm like... They didn't just flush the toilet, but I heard them running water, and it would be like one in the morning. You're like, oh, that got jacked off. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, shiver for a second. All right, time to go to bed. <laughs> like, ew, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> did you ever catch any of your roommates or anybody jerking off? No, I never I, did. I caught my cousin one time when he lived at my house. The one that, year. yeah, okay, yeah. He followed me on Instagram recently. Oh, nice. Um, that's hilarious. Was it like a big dramatic where he like threw the phone and was like, Jesus, uh, no, he wasn't even looking at a phone. It was <laughs> just on the toilet. So <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> just giving himself a blumpkin. Yeah. And he just pooped before that too. Ugh. There's nothing worse than the smell of cum and shit. Yeah. It's just like a bleachy garbage smell. Well, and the thing was my mom, like we were late to leave and my mom sent me up there. I'm like, thank God she didn't come up here. <laughs> Making people late because you got to beat off. Nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better than knowing I'm late as fuck, but I got to do this. I got to finish. I got to finish. Oh, fuck me. All right. Let me see your last one here. This is a commercial for, you'll see at the end, it makes no sense. And it's fucking awesome. So there's a Ninja Turtle in a locker room. It's a pickle commercial. Yeah. He was going to pull his towel off and show his little pickle. And it's green because he's... Because <laughs> he's, he's a ninja turtle. That's ridiculous. That's got to be like one of those band commercials. It's 100% what that is. I just found that on Instagram and I was like, that's perfect. I have that's to show Brooks this. ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. Like, uh, imagine being the actors in that commercial. Uh, yeah. At least, I mean, the best the best person to be in that commercial... Is the guy in the Ninja Turtle outfit? Because no one knows who you are. Yeah, you have, you're having you have an alias there. Yeah, you can be like, no, nah, I was just in the costume. I didn't know what the commercial was for. I just took the towel off, and then they did everything else. All right, here is the video I teased. Uh, this is the um, this is a a Christian like educational video. Oh, fuck me. Basically dude. talking about like peer pressure and like um, like not watching porn. Oh God! And I, ha- I mean, I've I can't look at shit like this now as an adult because I remember seeing it as a kid, and just it's got super corny '90s production too. Oh God, I watched so many of these. All right, go ahead and play it. Oh God, damn it! What are you doing in the library? I thought you were allergic to books. I don't come here for the books, man. I come here for the chicks. See that blonde working the front desk? <laughs> this has the exact same. Acting level and shots 
of gay porn. <laughs> like this, if you told me, if you showed me this video and said this is the beginning of a gay porn, I would believe you. Turn, turn the volume up a little bit. It's a little low. Okay. She's so hot, I'm surprised she hasn't set up the sprinkler system by now. should have known. Anyways, I came by to invite you to my place later tonight. My parents are gone for the weekend, and I got the place all to myself. Weston and Zook are coming over, and Zook, he's bringing some of those new videos. And you know what kind of videos he specializes in. These guys look 35, by the way. <laughs> I would like to point out that this guy is going bald and has a beard. Like, what the fuck? These dudes are old as shit. Not like, oh my, like my parents are leaving me, you know, the house by myself. It's like your parents are dead, Jeffrey. You're fifty two. The not, fuck is not this? Not to like, keep what going. What is this? <laughs> he says these are hotter than ones we saw last month. And one <laughs> even has that platinum gal you like so very much. Platinum gal. Oh yeah. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, check out this website. Babes on this, they're <laughs> unreal. He wrote www. That shows how old the video is. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, I gotta go pick up some munchies and uh, special buzz juice if you catch my drift. What? Dude, this guy is so fat. What the fuck was that, man? That was terrible, right? That was... That was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I was like, I got to show this to Justin. That wouldn't make the cut at a vacation Bible school. That was that would be one we'd be like, we can't show this. This is too Special bad. buzz juice? Who the fuck wrote this? Who, who calls it that? Dude, you know... You also, know, you know who whole, I bet the wrote whole this? Idea, the whole idea behind, like... Want to come over to my house and watch porn and I'll jerk off together? Like, what the fuck is that? That's weird. Why don't you just give me the tape and I'll jerk off by myself and give it back to you? Like, you know who I bet wrote this? Mormons. <laughs> I bet Mormons the, fucking wrote this because the, uh, they don't know how to talk about alcohol. So, like, my freshman year of high school, we uh, all, like, stayed over at one of my buddies' house. There's, like, four or five of us. And he turned on, like, the late night, like, HBO channel. Skinamax or had, like, live porn, yeah, real had, sex. Yeah, had, like, porn on it. And, yeah, yeah. like, like... No one, like, no one, it was dead quiet, super awkward, and no, like, no one said a word, and, like, no one was jerking off. It was just awkward. <sighs> there was, at one point, my cousin that I was just talking about, he was there, and he got up and went into the bathroom, and, like, he, he just couldn't control himself, I guess, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fortitude on that, like, yeah, I gotta do something about this. And he just left. He's <laughs> like. But, no, uh, but nobody did it in the room. No, you can't. You hear stories about dudes being like, yeah, my buddies and I, we would just jerk off to porn. Like, Together? To, around each other? The fuck is wrong with you? I made sure That's that, a very private thing for me. That is, yeah, that is how, that is my time. That is my absolutely alone time. That's <laughs> lock the doors, the windows, pull the shades. No one's in the house. Let's fucking light some candles like in 40-year-old version. <laughs> Turn up, put all the put all the pictures down, face down, so they can't look at you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Run a hot bath. That's fucking. That was upsetting. That video was upsetting to me. It was fucking awful. All right, that's it for watching react this week. Uh, coming up next, we'll have uh, a quick little story for Dick of the Week, and then uh, we'll get into our foul story. So stick around.
All right, welcome back into Personally Foul. Uh, Justin, if someone was, uh, if, if you walked outside and happened to see a situation that had presented itself where another person was resuscitating another person on your front lawn, you would try to help? Well, you, you would probably try to, you know, maybe call the cop, like call, call an yeah. ambulance. Like, I think the first thing I would do is, Check and see, like, if they noticed me and if anyone around noticed me. And then I would just go back inside and hopefully, you know, that'll take care of itself. <laughs> no, I'd probably help, I guess. I would, I would, li- I like to think I would help. I did run and help an old lady that fell in Disney World once. Okay. So good. So good. good. So you, you did what any I think, normal human being would do. I think I would help. Okay. So let's set up uh, that. It's time for the dick of the week here. And this starts off with a Florida man. Fuck me. (laughs) Oh, no. A Florida man was introduced to two very different kinds of neighbors this week. One of them is being uh, hailed as a hero for possibly saving his life as he uh, uh, convulsed inside of a car, which rolled down uh, into a lawn uh, of a family who, instead of helping, yelled at them to get off their property, authorities said (laughs) Thursday. Get off my property. And the homeowners reportedly said, "Get off my, uh, get off our lawn, get that man out of here, have him die somewhere else." Oh my god! <laughs> when these people run Disney World, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, he can't die here. That ruins our ticket prices. So Apparently, get the fuck out of here. Uh, one of the this uh, the man spotted a neighbor having a serious seizure inside his vehicle and immediately rushed to help him. Uh, going as far as to trying to stop mo- uh, uh, to uh, he stopped uh, trying to stop moving the car with his own hands. Authorities said um, he did it without thinking twice. He said, "You know, that's just what you do." Yeah. Um, it even he had still to, uh, still toe boots on it. Even ran up the car. Even ran over his feet. Um, oh, nice. Um, but he was trying to save him. Um, but yeah, it finally stopped on a neighbor's lawn, and uh, and the driver was still in terrible shape inside the car, and he screamed and begged the neighbors to help him out, but the homeowners were apparently more worried about the car leaving indentions in their yard. Oh, dude, fuck those people. Those people suck nuts. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Ridiculous, right? <sighs> I mean, imagine being so fucking heartless. That that is your reaction, like, hey, fucking, can you take Get your him, car out of my yard? Can you take that dying piece of shit somewhere else? Let him die somewhere else. That's like what fuck, the fuck, it's man. Like Drago. If he dies, he dies. If he dies. He dies. <laughs> God, I mean, <laughs> ridiculous, fuck, man. That's fucking crazy. All right, Dick of the week. not even surprised. The Florida man there. So. Oh my God, the Florida meth. Couple. I think this might be the first time we've ever had a Florida man story like headline in our in our uh, show. So I think so. Yeah, but rightfully Dick of the week there. What the fuck? That's hilarious. All right, Wait, did j- the guy die? No, no, he lived. Oh fuck yeah! There we go. So fuck so fuck the homeowners. Yeah, fuck those guys. I'm gonna go piss in their yard now. Uh, yeah, no I want to light their yard on fire. Dude, everyone, I want to pour, fuck- pour kerosene on their yard and light it on fire. I want to light my own shit at a bag on fire on their front porch. <laughs> Human shit is way worse than dog shit. Oh uh, yeah, no kidding. My shits too. Damn. Dogs only eat the same thing. We eat a variety of things. Oh yeah. Dogs I- poop has consistency to it. It's this, they eat the same meal 
yeah. twice a day. And I'm just going to eat pizza and drink coffee for three days. And then maybe maybe have a whiskey or a beer in there. So. Unload on those people. <laughs> if I was going to do that. If. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Only if. Maybe, maybe, maybe get some drunk Taco Bell while you're at it. <sighs> yeah. I don't barf on their fucking... Yeah, at this too. point, I think Justin can't handle. I don't think I can handle Taco Bell anymore, man. Not the way we used to. Not the not the amount we used to eat. You could maybe handle like like one thing from there. I could do like a beefy five layer and probably still not walk like away not from like it. three to four menu items. Like not we used a, you to know do. not a beefy five layer. Um, you uh, know, I normally get like two of those and a couple of other things. Quesadilla, Doritos Locos, and then uh, maybe a Mexican pizza. Yeah. That was our thing. Yeah. Just spend like a twelve dollars at. That's Taco how Bell. we became friends. We would just drink beer, watch Family Guy, and then go get Taco Bell and listen to music. Yeah, yeah. That was literally. That's how we. That's how this happened. <laughs> Those so, uh, let's get into today's foul story to wrap up the show here. So I uh, I mentioned Dell Jr. back at the beginning of the show. I actually mentioned Chipper Jones too. Um, oh yeah, they uh, Chipper Jones was actually on Dell Jr.'s podcast, the Dell Jr. Download, which is uh, actually lo- that's a really great podcast. I'm still, I never listened to it. I'm still a huge NASCAR fan. Kind of uh, he has most of the time he has NASCAR related guests on, but occasionally he'll have. Uh, other people on like he had like Brandon Marshall on who's a big uh, former NFL receiver Pro Bowl receiver who's a big advocate for like mental health and that's like not something that's been talked about a ton in NASCAR so Dell Jr. had him on to talk about that right uh, I think Chipper Jones I don't really know that the significance of it other than like he's, he's an icon I mean Braves and NASCAR I mean they just go together man I mean D- Dale Dale Sr. there's a famous photo of him on a pit road in Atlanta yeah. like before he gets into his car and he's got a Braves hat on. So, Hell yeah, dude. Um, so they asked him on the show, what are some of the funniest pranks that you can remember from uh, like your career? So he begins to tell this story. Apparently, Greg Maddox was one of the nastiest motherfuckers ever. Oh, yeah, Greg Maddox fucking ruled, though. I know, but man. like you look at, he had like the glasses he would wear. He looks like a dork. Yeah, he did look like a dork. Like, 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 like Chipper, so. Chipper is like Chipper's the guy who like cheated on his wife with a Hooters waitress, and yeah, like, he, he looks like the guy who would be doing the nasty shit. Yeah, he fucking rules. Like right though, like he yeah. looks like the guy that would be the big prankster, which he does. He's yeah. funny, but like yeah. apparently Greg Maddox is like a he's he has this appearance as being this like. Super like dorky, like he was kind of a boring pitcher, but he was really good. Yeah, he was great. I loved watching him. Like yeah. he, he, dude, only threw like eighty-eight miles an hour his entire career. Yeah. Um, but he was like apparently just disgusting, and he loved to prank people. That's great. So they had um, you know, like the stirrups that they wear in baseball. Like yeah. The, like the little like it's the thing that basically makes their socks look like striped. Yeah. Um, so. They had like they call them sanitary socks. Okay. Um, it's basically the sock that goes on underneath the sock. All right. Um, so they're getting all the nasty sweat. Like it's it's the one that's immediately touching your foot. So it's yeah, getting all the yeah. dirt and all the na- and sweat all and all the nasty shit. shit in it. Yeah. So they just had a bin of them sitting out, and you would just grab a couple out of there every day and take them to your locker, and that's what you wore for the game that day, and. Uh, apparently Greg Maddox had this, uh, he would, he would try to, uh, like he'd go out like on his days that, you know, he only played once every five days cause he was a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So on his days that he didn't pitch, he'd go out, 
uh, grab a couple of rounds of golf or whatever, and he'd just come into the clubhouse and wouldn't ever wouldn't really shower anything. He, he wouldn't bother shower until after the game. So he would oh, he'd be out sweaty all day and like go golfing and then just come in, put his uniform on, and shower after the game. Well, apparently he would go and get one of the, like he would just grab one of these sanitary socks and just like he after he he'd strip down to get ready for the game and he'd just go grab one of them and just rub it all over his junk and his ass crack. Oh man. Oh, that's fucking nasty. And like one time he was like, "Oh Chipper, here here you go." Like he he walked over like he was getting his socks out of there and then he yeah. and Chipper didn't have any yet, so he like tossed he's like, "Here you go Chipper" and tossed him a pair. Chipper goes uh, starts to go put it on and it's, and it's wet. And as Chipper described, it had a bacon strip on it. Ooh. <laughs> It was shit on it? Yeah. God damn, man. That is unacceptable. You got to fight that guy. You got to fight him. Oh, and then and then after that... The guy was, handed you a shit sock. You got to beat the fuck out of that guy. I don't you, give a shit you if he is your pitcher. He's like a three-time Cy Young winner. Yeah, you got to beat the shit out of that guy. Well, and that's not even the worst one. Um, well, I don't know which the one. This one's really bad, too. It was like his first or second year in the league. And... He said he had gone into the shower, like he went into the shower and like Maddox called him over and he's like, hey man, like uh, starts like asking him like, like, like a breakdown of the game. Like, yeah. And Chipper's like, oh yeah, Greg Maddox is asking me like, like it's like, yeah, he's asking and he's, me. So he's like really getting in depth with the question that Greg asked him and he notices that there's some people, other people in there that are kind of snickering and like, and Greg's just like the whole time like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he happens like he he happens to look down and Greg Maddox is just pissing all over his foot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, fuck you. That's disgusting, right? You have to kick the fuck out of that guy. You have to be like Greg Maddox pissed on my foot. I beat the fuck out of him. I'm no longer an Atlanta Brave. <laughs> he gave me a shit-stained sock and pissed on my foot. You got to kill that guy. You got to do something. Try to fuck his wife. Do something. You can't let that go. So with that in mind, uh, I was thinking of like, what are some funny pranks that you either got pulled on you or pulled on someone else while you were playing like high school football or something like that? The one, the the only one that I really remember, and I mean, we would do, you know, dumb shit, like open up people's locker and like put all of our gross shit in there and just let it stay yeah, yeah. over the weekend. You know, you pick, we pick a guy. So when we were in middle school, we had the front half of the field house and the back half was yeah. for the high school team. And we would, and they were the the foot lockers almost. You know, you sit on it, but then you get up and it opens up like a chest and you put oh, yeah, it in the bottom. Oh, yeah, I was the same way. Those were the middle school ones. And, and for some of the freshmen, some of the freshmen that couldn't play really well. And we would pick a guy that left early after practice during during the spring on like a Friday or yeah. something, and we would just put all of our gross shit in his locker and then leave it over the weekend. And so he'd come back, and it would smell fucking terrible, and he'd be like, guys, why why did you do this? It'd be the kid that couldn't play really well. See, we shit had... like that. We had regular lockers like that yeah. like the, in our field house, yeah. and people just had, like, the guy, so many, they had such an issue with guys just leaving, like, wet towels and shit down in there. Oh, yeah. That it got to the point where the coaches, like, it would just smelled like like moldy in the locker room. Oh, that must, yeah. So they wound up, uh, like, that's where a lot of people left their cleats and stuff down in there, too. Oh, yeah. So what they, they, 
mandatory to all of us to clean all that shit out. And then we came back on a Monday the next week, and they had drilled shut the bottom of them <laughs> where we couldn't put anything down in it. And then they drilled out like an opening in the bottom where we could put our cleats like and slide them in and out. We slide them in. Okay. So we weren't allowed to put anything in the bottom anymore. Y'all lost your fucking locker privileges. Oh, that part of our locker, yeah. Yeah, we would do shit like that. And then I remember my senior year, some of the some of the skills players were doing something. I wasn't a part of it, but I remember they got, they got in trouble for this because the coach was like, "You can't fucking do that. It's funny, but don't fucking do." It. So they had a kid. The other thing where they have a kid blindfolded doing sit ups. It's like we're you know hazing or whatever the fuck yeah, the freshman. Yeah. Okay. And then he at one point sat up and just nosed right in the bare ass crack oh. of one of our fucking uh, cornerbacks. This kid named Tristan. Bleh. That's he so gross. Poink, and he got up and pulled the blindfold off, and it was just Tristan's bare ass, and he's like, ah, just losing his mind. And they got they had to run laps for that one. That was pretty funny. Okay, so when we got in, uh, we we started doing this my junior year. We went through a couple of weeks doing this, where uh, we wouldn't do it in the game. We would just do it at practice, where we would find just random shit to put on people's mouthpieces. Oh yeah. And they wouldn't know it until they got out of practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first one we did was one of our buddies, uh, Tyler Shepard. He was one of our quarterbacks. And um, guy, one of my uh, buddies named Nick Wagner and Zach Sloan, that was like two of his best friends, they put um, like shampoo all in his mouthpiece. Oh, fuck. So he goes to line up at like a lot of times you don't put your mouthpiece in until you actually like line up for like an actual like oh, yeah. contact play. Mm-hmm. So we line up for like the first play of practice and he's doing like pass scale out there 7 on 7 and you, and like um like I'm lined up uh tight end but like Zach's on defense and everyone starts dying laughing cuz Shepard's like Bleh. like his <laughs> ma- his, his <laughs> mouth is like foamed up. Because he put it, he put it in his mouth, and then like it started foaming up in his mouth from all the shampoo. God damn! And like he had no idea what had happened, and then like everyone's like everyone starts losing their mind laughing because we all knew what happened, and then we had to do up downs after that. Obviously. And then then another time we did this later in the season. This guy was a fucking tool. I can't stand this guy. He was a senior, and he sucked at everything else. Um, And like our coaching staff was like our head coach is a guy who would be like, would really give like, he gave seniors playing time that they probably shouldn't have gotten because they were seniors. Yeah. And I always hated that. Yeah. He put the best players on the field. He did that for the most part, but he would like, like this guy couldn't, he sucked at everything else. Mm. And he was halfway decent at long snapping. I was way better than him at long snapping. But, but because he was a senior, they let him. Uh, they didn't let him long snap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, some one of the one of the Mexican guys on our team had this like super hot like salsa like hot sauce, mm-hmm. and we put it all over his mouthpiece. Oh man! And he didn't even notice that like red stuff on it. I don't know how like we like put it down inside the mouthpiece. Yeah, you put it like it. in the grooves where yeah. he just molded it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean this stuff was insanely hot. <laughs> <laughs> And we're out there like getting like like doing special teams drills, and he is like losing his mind because his mouth is so hot. And nobody told who did it. Nobody fessed up. No, everybody um, have to do up downs. Oh yeah, whole yeah, yeah. whole fucking team. Oh yeah, like with Shepard, it was just like the position group there. Yeah, 
because they were pretty quickly pinpointed who did it. Oh yeah, no one like because no one liked this guy. Oh yeah, um, so no everyone thought it was hilarious, and like they made the whole team do up downs. That's fucking great. Yeah, but he was like, I mean, like. Thing, it was one of the. It was like it had like habanero seeds in it. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. <laughs> I remember, and this is one that I was not a part of. This happened at a different school, and this is probably the worst thing that I've ever heard about happening. And I know this happened. So, in my county, there was like six schools growing up, and then there was the one city school. We were yeah. all whatever. At one of these. Uh, really small ones. I think they were like 1A, 2A, really small. Yeah, school. yeah. These two seniors got in trouble because they held down a freshman and shoved cookies in his butt. Okay, that's 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 we're getting into legal stuff here. Yeah, they shoved yeah, cookies so in his. That's that's not pranking. That's hazing. That's on. It's fucking. Sexual. Oh, it's sexual, sexual assault. assault. No, there's something like that. That so right they, when they went to prison. Oh, yeah, 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 they so, went to prison. Same, same shit. Had, a much worse case yeah. of this happened. Um, Ottawa High School, which is in Hamilton County, that's the county that Chattanooga is in. Yeah. Um, my very first year back in the Chattanooga area, there was this court case was still going on. So, like, I, I covered part of this court case, like we did at my station. Um, they were on a, uh, they were at a Thanksgiving basketball tournament up in Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. and. They uh like they had like the coach they had like three different cabins rented. Yeah. The all the players were staying in two of them and then all the coaches were in another one. So okay. they, they were like basically unsupervised in these cabins. This is a high school team? Yes. Um, um and one of the freshmen like that dressed for varsity, like I was good enough to dress for varsity or whatever, they like fucking like stuck a broomstick up his asshole and like like literally like like ruptured like ruptured something yeah yeah so i mean like and these these two kids that did that like they got in like they got they served jail time the head coach got fired the principal and the vice principal got fired oh um, yeah and then the it went all the way up to the county like to the uh to the um superintendent uh like the, the superintendent resigned over it Oh yeah, it, it was a national story. Oh yeah, so like salsa in the mouthpiece—that's funny. Yeah, that's fucking that cookies in the butt, broomstick in the butt. Yeah, that's that's fucking. Now the seniors, when I was a freshman, would if you were like bent over in your locker, they would like poke you in the butt with a broomstick just to fuck with you a little bit. But it wasn't like hold him down and pull his pants down and shove it in his ass. It was like you're wearing shorts and they're like. Kind of poke you in the ass crack with a yeah. Broomstick. I mean, just be like, huh, and just be, oh Jesus! I fuck. mean, nowadays in twenty twenty one, there's probably a real fine line there. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was fine. It was funny, and everybody laughed. Like the kid was just like, Jesus! Oh, we're fine. And yeah. it wasn't like a continued thing. It was like a once a little poke. Was like, Jesus! And then that yeah. was it. That was yeah. the end of it. Yeah, you weren't you know, you didn't get a ruptured anus. Yeah, from a broomstick. I mean, Jesus Christ! I don't even think you could get away with what Chipper was talking about today, though. Like, like if somebody they're grown and, men, no, though. but like in a high school, like if you're showered after after practice or after a game, if the if the wrong person got their like if you did that to the wrong person, they went home and told their mom, and their mom was an absolute Karen. Oh yeah, you can't do that. The, shit, the, the principal would hear about it. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. The news would hear about it. At that he point. peed on my son's foot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's probably. That, I bet he swam in the pool while somebody pissed in there too. Yeah. Didn't he? Well, that's the difference between like doing it. When they're when you're kids and doing it when you're adults, 
Because when you're an adult, you're like, I'll just beat the shit out of this guy. We'll call it even. And if then, I'm in high school, I'm probably beating the shit out of the guy then. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it for uh, the foul story this week. Um, a little Chipper Jones with the Braves and then some of our own personal renditions of, of uh, pranks we pulled during our playing days, which our playing days did not net us nearly as much as Chipper Jones's did. So. God, no. <laughs> Otherwise, we would been sitting. At, we wouldn't be sitting in Justin's basement. Now we'd have a studio. Yeah, this is close enough. It's pretty close. We have good equipment. I, oh, yeah, I will yeah. say this is this is as good of a setup as amateurs could have. Hundred percent. So, um, Justin, go ahead and set us up with this week's getaway song. Uh, this week's getaway song is a song called "Skyline" by Alabama-based metal band Era. One of my favorites of the last few years. Super talented guys out of Birmingham. I so. love that cover art. Not, oh, that's beautiful. This is from their 2013 album, Drift. Uh, cool. That's the first one I heard of theirs. As always, you can listen along wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, all those places. We appreciate your listenership. Rate, review, and subscribe. You'll get notified when new episodes come out. You can follow us on social media. I'm at Brooks A. Carter on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Jay and his music. And email the show at personallyfoul at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back next week.